You're listening to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast, episode 210. Welcome to the Good Girls Get Rich Podcast with your host, Karen Yankovich. This is where we embrace how good you are, girl. Stop being the best kept secret in town. Learn how to use simple LinkedIn and social media strategies and make the big bucks. Hello there, I'm Karen Yankovich, and this is episode 210 of the Good Girls Get Rich podcast. And this episode is brought to you by She's Linked Up, where we teach women simple relationship, heart-based LinkedIn marketing, a system that gets you having conversations consistently with the kinds of people that can change your business, change your life, change your bank account balance forever. I want there to be more wealthy women of influence in the world, and it often comes down to the people that you know. So that's what we teach in our She's Linked Up program. This is digital marketing with the human touch, human to human marketing, building the who you know in your business, right? So if you've listened before, or if you're loving what you're here today, you know, we love to hear from you. So make sure that you subscribe to Good Girls Get Rich on wherever you're listening to the show. I'd love for you to leave a review so that helps us get some more clarity on the kinds of content that you want to hear and that you're really resonating with and that you want more of. And of course, I'd love for you to share this episode on social media. Use the hashtag Good Girls Get Rich. Tag me, I'm at Karen Yankovich, and then I can share your post with my audience, and then we both get more visibility, right? We can lift each other up. In the show notes, there's also a link for SpeakPipe where you can leave us an audio message. Maybe it's an audio review. Maybe you have a guest suggestion for me. Maybe there's a topic you want to hear me talk about. Just go to that link in the show notes and click that link to SpeakPipe and uh, leave me a message. I love those messages and I will definitely respond to every single one of them personally. So just go to karenyankovich.com slash 210. You'll see the blog for this page. You'll see the link to SpeakPipe and check that out and touch base with me. So I actually heard this message on a, uh, and I actually, there's a couple people in my life, one of whom actually is going to be on the show next week, but there's a, I was listening to, so Rhonda Swan is our guest next week and you guys don't want to miss that show next week, but I was listening to a conversation between Rhonda Swan and Kelly O'Neill and Kelly had invited and introduced me to Rhonda. And one of the things that they talked about was how important it is to be visible and how important it is to stand out from everyone else that does what you do. And Kelly said in that interview, if you're not standing out, you're invisible. I was like, oh my gosh, that is so true. And that's so resonated with me and a lot of the work that I do. So I'm going to link uh, in the show notes to Rhonda's episode with Kelly so that you can listen to that if you want to. But it was really important to me. Like it really just sat with me and I was like, wow, I really want, I really want to talk more about that because it's so true. And I think that, you know, the pandemic made that even more true because, you know, prior to the pandemic, we're all using social media. Everyone's using social media and to grow their business. But then came the pandemic, the world went virtual and the noise got deafening, right? Can you relate to that? So the noise got deafening. And then now all of the things that us entrepreneurs used to do to market our businesses, they just weren't working anymore because the noise got so loud that I think it escalated it fast. I think maybe it would have happened eventually, but I think with the pandemic, it made this phenomenon of just the online got so noisy that, that we backed off, right? We backed off. We stopped paying attention. You know, ads weren't working the way they used to work. I mean, I used to get people, I used to get clients from Twitter all the time. I don't really get clients from Twitter anymore because Twitter got really, really noisy, right? So I think that that happened, which made it even more important to stand out and which made the people that weren't standing out 
even more invisible, right? So this stuff, this visibility stuff did not come naturally to me. I, you know, I grew up in the seventies where women were just coming into their own, right? We were just getting a voice in the sixties and seventies. And I was taught to not stand out, right? We were taught, and it wasn't like I was taught. Nobody ever gave me a thing that said women, you know, they, there were things like girls should be seen and not heard, right? Women were not, it wasn't saying like, you know, you got to go hide in the corner, but they weren't, we weren't taught to shine a light on ourselves, right? We just weren't. So for me, it didn't come naturally. So I really had to build this muscle coming from a place of having no idea how to do it, right? Like just coming from a place of never done, never having done that. In fact, I was like the opposite when I was a kid. I never wanted to shine a shine. I remember when I was a kid, I was a, you know, one of one of those like little, little kid cheerleading teams and uh, they wanted to make me captain. And I said, no. I didn't want to do it because I just didn't want to stand out. I didn't want to be on the front line. I just didn't want to do it. So I was like, so the fact that I'm doing this now and having a podcast is, is actually pretty remarkable, but I guess I learned over time that that was the, you know, the only way for, well, it was the way for me. Let's not go there. It was the way for me. It was the path that I needed to take for whatever reasons. Right. And I talked a lot about that on the show over the years, but can you relate to that? Like, do you sometimes look back at your childhood and think like, you really weren't taught to be, to shine a light on yourself. And yet now if we're not doing that, if we are not, you know, if we are not standing out, we're invisible and how, on, and then we struggle so much more. Right. And I don't want to see you struggle. I'm not saying that you can't be successful if you're invisible, but it's a whole lot harder, right? It's a whole lot harder. So, you know, maybe you've even seen people that, you know, you're better than, right. You know, you're better than, and they're getting, you know, TV interviews and publicity and big opportunities. And you know, you could do a better job with them. It isn't because they're better than you. It's because they do a better job of shining a light on who they are than maybe you do. Right. So I'm just saying this because this is not to call you out. It's to let you know, you're not alone. If, if you can relate to that. Right. So let's talk a little bit about how, how I do that, how you can do this. So you've turned, you've heard me talk about the types of the three different types of relationships that I like to see you build on LinkedIn. And that I think is episode 205. We'll, we'll link to that in the show notes also. And one of those categories is who are the journalists that write about who you're talking to, who you're, you know, what you're expert in, right? And I want you to bake that in to all of your marketing as you are using LinkedIn to grow your personal network, the network of people that can change your life, right? And that absolutely is the case. I see it every single day. You want to make sure that some percentage of that effort goes to building relationships with the journalists, the podcast hosts, the TV hosts that talk about the things that you're expert in. You want to build relationships with them. You know, you don't want to reach out to them and say, you know, Hey Mary, you talk about this and I talk about this and you should have me on your show. Like, you know, I mean, again, this is relationship building. Like if you walked into a room or if somebody came to you, how would you feel if you were on the other side of that conversation? Right. So building relationships with journalists and, you know, one really, really easy way to do this. And of course, this works really well if you have a great LinkedIn profile, right? You, you've got to have done that work first. And, you know, in all of our, in, in our She's Linked Up programs, that's the, the very first thing we do with you is we help you with your profile. Most of our programs, we write it for you. And, you know, 
one of the really easy way to do this, because remember journalists and podcast hosts, they're prolific, right? They're, they're putting out content all of the time. So, you know, when people come to me, like, I just don't know what to say to build these relationships. Well, here's what you say. If it's the press, you know, you say, you know, Hey Mary, I just listened to episode 100 of your podcast where you interviewed Joe and boy, did I love this conversation. And you share that episode on your social media, right? Lifting each other up. I asked you to share this episode, right? And the very first thing I did, and people do that, but let me just tell you, it's not happening as often as you would think, right? So when you do share a journalist's content, an article they wrote, maybe it's a, a video that you saw them in or a, a podcast, whatever it is, they will notice that. They will notice that because it's not happening as often as you think, even to the most popular people. You've seen like Instagram stories where people that are really, really people that have, you know, a million Instagram followers show in their stories when somebody talks about their book. It's not like people are doing it 10 times a day, right? It does. So we, so we remember that when you do that. So if you want to build a relationship with the journalist that writes about, or that talks about the kinds of things that you're expert in, share their content, but beyond just sharing their content, tag them in it. So they know you shared their content. So many of us are sharing articles and podcasts and blogs that we love with our audience, right? Because that's part of being an influencer. I like to call that lateral learning, right? Like, you know, I, I mean, listen, I think you should be listening to the things that I talk about, but sometimes I can share other people's content. Like I shared Kelly and Rhonda's interview, right? That's a, I think that my audience is going to really resonate with that interview. So I want to share that. And of course I'll tag Kelly and Rhonda, right? So that they know that I'm sharing that interview and you should be doing the same thing because this is how you start to build relationships with those journalists, but also then connect with them on LinkedIn, right? Go on over to LinkedIn and send them a connection request and say, I don't know if you saw it, but I tagged you because I shared your article about blah, blah, blah on, you know, multiple channels today, because it so resonates with what I teach. And I really wanted my audience to hear your perspective on this. I'd love to be connected to you here on LinkedIn, right? So this is how you start to build a visibility campaign, how you start to get seen more and so that you can be shining a light on what you do so that you're standing out from your competition, right? So that you're, you're becoming less and less invisible and more and more visible, right? So start incorporating building relationships with journalists into the relationship building work that you do on LinkedIn. And if you're not doing relationship work on LinkedIn, DM me on LinkedIn and I'm going to, and I'll, I will talk to you about how you should be doing that because that is, you know, 99% of the time when I ask people where they get their business from, they tell me referrals, right? And then they're not doing more, they're not building more relationships so they can get more referrals, right? They're TikTok dancing and I'm not knocking it. I'm all for doing that. Make sure you do the referral piece first, the building relationship piece first, right? If most of your business comes from referrals. So definitely you want to be having a relationship building marketing strategy. And then the second thing I want you to think about as you're doing that is be ready, not necessarily with pitches, but be really clear, get some real clarity around what makes you different. What is unique about you and what you do? In fact, I kind of want you to come up with something that makes the message that you put out there maybe a little disruptive right? Because that's what the journalist, the journalist doesn't want to hear what everybody else is talking about. If you have a point of view, that's a little bit disruptive to the mainstream ideas that are out there, you want to have like a, you want to have those ideas at the ready so that if you have an opportunity to talk to a journalist or have a conversation with a podcast host or whatever, that you've got that at the ready. You know, one of the things that I do and that I, that I teach in the programs, and in fact, I'm going to be speaking at this conference uh, is go to podcast conferences, right? So I'm going to be speaking 
speaking at PodFest in Orlando in January. And I highly recommend that whether or not you have a podcast, you attend podcast conferences because it gives you a chance to meet all the podcast hosts that talk about the kinds of things that you do, right? But you want to have, you want to be ready with the conversation about why your point of view is a little different than what everybody else is saying. Maybe even a little controversial, maybe even a little disruptive. Not looking for you to be out there talking about, you know, I mean, like I want it to be true to you and it's not about arguing or fighting. It's about, have you thought of this point of view? Like, I know everybody's saying this, like one example is one of my students, she really focuses on helping employers retain their employees. And, you know, her disruptive message is I know everybody's out there saying the great resignation, the great realignment, blah, 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 blah. So what if it doesn't have to be that way? Right. What if, what if I want to make, what if you want to make a commitment to, to make sure that your employees are staying, right? So that they're, so that's not even an issue for your company, right? Instead of saying, how do you deal with all your employees leaving? How about you keep them in the first place, right? So see how that's just a little disruptive from the mainstream narrative. So you want to be ready with some ideas like that around what you talk about. So if you're at a podcast conference or if you're talking to people or building relationships, you can say, you know, I've got, there's a couple of things that I like to talk about, you know, and, and have that ready. You don't have to have it scripted and organized, but just, just have some two or three ideas in your head about things you could talk about if you're interviewed. And then the third thing you need to do is once you start doing this stuff, you've got to be care, be really comfortable or get really comfortable shining your light on yourself. Like just being a beacon and stop hiding and being invisible. It's really easy to be invisible in social media, right? You can just like hide behind your computer and just be that person that shows up. I want to see your face. I want to see, I want to hear your voice. I want you to be sharing everywhere, not just on your business stuff. Here's the interview I did on good girls get rich, right? I want you to put it on your personal page. I want you to be talking about it. I want you to be out there shining a light on the things you do. Don't maybe even start building relationships with TV journalists, right? Who are the people, if you're a business, are you going to CNBC regularly to their website and looking to see who are the, who are the hosts to talk about the kinds of things that you talk about in business, right? Are you doing these things? Because this is how you are standing out from your competition. You're no different than the person you were six months ago when you weren't doing this. But now that you're shining a light and you're standing out, you're no longer invisible. You're now creating that visibility campaign so that you can get the business. So that not only can you get the business, you can get the higher price business because you are the one in your industry that's as seen on CNBC, that as seen in all these places, right? So it substantiates your credibility and substantiates your pricing, right? If maybe it's a little bit, maybe your pricing might be a little bit higher because you want to be able to over deliver. So you're not looking to be the cheapest one. You maybe want to be able to like, no, I want to come in at this price point because then I can do all this cool stuff, but you can land that business if you have the credibility to land that business. And this publicity stuff gives you that credibility. So that's why I build, I bake in publicity into every single thing I teach in LinkedIn strategy, because I, I, it's so overlooked. And we're going to talk so much more about this next week when I have Rhonda on the show. I can't wait for you to hear that. But for now, just know that this visibility makes you stand out from your competition. So let me just recap this for a second. First thing you need to do is incorporate journalists into the work you do on LinkedIn, into your relationship building, 
into the strategies that you create to build your network. And then have some ideas ready as to what makes you different. What's a little disruptive? What's unique about your perspective on the market you serve? Okay. But you just be ready with those couple things so that you can jump into conversations with that. And then please start to become more comfortable shining a light on your genius, turning on your video camera, getting on, you know, like getting, having a podcast, getting interviewed on podcasts, shine, maybe even getting TV interviews, right? Shine your light, right? This will, this is what will make you stand out from your competition. Let me use an example of, of realtors, right? I work with a lot of real estate agents and, you know, any, if you just throw a dart at the United States and any town that it lands on has 10, 20, 50 real estate agents in the town, right? So how do you not become invisible? How do you stay, how do you become the visible real estate agent in your town? Now, yeah, you can do it by, and you should probably, I mean, every realtor I know works hard, right? More many realtors that I know work hard. So you can be working hard so that you can get all that business. But here's the other thing. If you're the only realtor in town who is a scene on NBC, who's been interviewed in Zillow, who's, you know, who's got publicity and you're sharing that all over social media, you will immediately be seen as the shining light realtor in your town and get more referrals, right? Because you're standing out from everyone else. You're no longer invisible. This is something you can do. And honestly, this is something you must do. If you really want to have the kind of career that I know is there for you, the kind of business that I know is there for you. Post pandemic, we have no choice. We have no choice, but to, to do what we can to stand out. And this publicity piece is how I choose to do it and how I choose to teach my students how to do it. Because like I said, it's so easy. Journalists are prolific. And if you're just serving them instead of pitching them and building relationships with them and showing up and showing up as your, you know, confident expert self, it's going to get you more and more and more of these opportunities. So I hope this sparked something in you today. We're going to pick this conversation up next week with Rhonda. Know that I am here for you with this. You know, in our at She's Linked Up, our goal is to create more wealthy women of influence. You know, if you want to know what it's like to hang out with more of these wealthy women of influence so that you are building relationships with the, I mean, our, our students are getting featured all over the news, all over the place. And it's so exciting and it brings in more business. It gets them more opportunities, right? So just, you know, go to karenyankovich.com slash call and you can book a call on our calendar. I'm happy to chat with you and, you know, we'll talk a little bit about whether, you know, what, whether we not think it's a fit for, to, to work with you. But more importantly, we're going to talk about you and your business and get you some great ideas for you moving forward. And remember here that this is all about lifting each other up, right? When you're sharing these journalist content, you're lifting the journalists up when they quote you in their articles or when they interview you for their articles, they're lifting you up, right? And that rising tide lifts all boats. Be a part of that rising tide, right? I do this podcast to support you. I've got, you know, I offer these free consultations to support you. This is the first step to building, having more success using LinkedIn to build better relationships. So let's lift each other up. Help me help you share this podcast. Take a quick screenshot of this episode on your phone. Share that on social media. Tag me. Use the hashtag good girls get rich. And then I can share it with my audience, right? And get us both more visibility. I am here for you. I'm here for you as we're moving through the rest of 2022 into 2023. I think that there's so much opportunity for us. I'm excited to see what's in there for in it for you, but know that the time is now. The time is now 
to stand out from the crowd and step away from that invisibility. And thank you, Rhonda and Kelly, for that conversation that sparked this whole episode. If you're not standing out, you're invisible. I'll see you back here next week with Rhonda. 